With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The NGSC Radio Network, in conjunction with the Happy Hour Network, bring you the only hour that matters with the only host that matters. Jim, what is really good? You are now tuned into the only show that matters. I am your host, the heartthrob, G.W. Gross. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Check out the .com website, G-Stelio, G-E-E-S-T-E-L-I-O. Usually, I am here with my man, Joe Weidra. Joe Weidra could not accompany me this week, so I will be handling my picks and whatnot by myself, which is no big deal. It's no big deal at all. Shout out to the girl, Rosalind Ross, though, who stopped by yesterday as we uh, talked about music, talked about a lot of other stuff, including the NFL. Um, you could go check out that podcast on the NGSC Sports Channel on Spreaker. Um, doing big things over here at NGSC, you know. But um, I haven't just sat down and talked shit with y'all for a minute. Football season's like my time. I get kind of real serious, and I just talk football with y'all. haven't really been able to just let off. But um, the Pope is coming and visiting New York right now. Um, that dude's crazy. I don't <laughs> like the way the world is right now. I wouldn't be traveling anywhere. And I understand he travels with, with something that's better than the secret service. They kind of push him around in a car made out of bulletproof glass. You know, it's just like, I don't, I, he's going to Philadelphia. Um, come, I don't know where he's going to be in New York. I think he's going to be actually on the upper East side. I want to see, I want to say, I'm not sure. But I don't know. I, I don't know if you, the Pope is going everywhere, Cuba, everywhere. Like, I don't know. Props to him. You know, I'm the kind of person that watches Gangland. You know, a documentary tells you about gangs everywhere in the country. And I can see about a gang in Iowa. And I'm like, I'm not going to Iowa. I think that's why I don't go anywhere. I do not leave New York. You know, I, I think they only did Gangland once in New York. And I was for the Latin Kings. And I was like, oh, I'm all right with that. I understand the Latin Kings, you know. I wasn't going to go to Chicago and, and what is it, the Manic Latin Disciples? Or whatever. Get out of here, man. So many gangs. They, they had one in Alaska. Like, they had a gang in Alaska. Then, um, oh, I'm telling you, every state you get to Kansas. Kansas City had one. I was like, Kansas City, Missouri. Like, you know, crazy, crazy stuff, man. But um, whatever. That That's why I don't travel because I'm a pussy. I don't know. <laughs> um. Anyway, just want to talk about the Colts real quick. Um, props to the Jets. I took the money line and plus seven. And took the Jets last night. The Jets beat the Colts flat out. And um, the, Colts, the Colts have some problems here. Chuck Pagano is not getting along with the general manager or the owner, Jim Irsay. I don't know how anybody gets along with Jim Irsay. You know, I don't think Jim Irsay likes himself. You know, that's why he does drugs and drinks and drives <laughs> that dude doesn't like himself either um and Andrew Luck's caught up in the middle of all this now if you listen to me if you've been following me for a while you, you you know that like I am not big on the Colts love Andrew Luck I think the Colts suck 
Um, I honestly am surprised that the Texans did, didn't take the division last year. Looks like the Texans will not take that division again this year because their quarterback play is just bad. You know, unless Ryan Malik can somehow pull it together because I always kind of thought he could. You know, the Texans and Coach Bill O'Brien are going to have a you know tough time this year. But um, I, I want to say something better than tough time this year and just screwed that up. Um, but <laughs> but uh, going back to the Colts, Andrew Luck's going to come up on a big contract. You know, people were assuming Andrew Luck's going to get paid more than anybody else ever. You know, more than Aaron Rodgers, more than anybody, his contract's going to be. And, and, and I think, he, I mean, for, for the current state of quarterbacks and players' contracts, why not? You know, I, I guess he deserves it, you know. But um, he's got no offensive line. Hasn't had a running game. Uh... His tight ends, you could say, are just as good or pretty much just good because he's there. You know, when it comes to Kobe Fleener, Dwayne Allen, I mean, really, like those guys are interchangeable to me, you know. I kind of thought Kobe Fleener was going to be really good, but that guy just has no hands whatsoever. Um, I think Dwayne Allen's actually the better one. And you got T.Y. Hilton. I like T.Y. Hilton. I like Dante Moncrief. They don't use Moncrief, though. They don't use Moncrief at all. You know, then um, their defense is terrible. And, what, and then what got me is then when this offseason came, you know, the defense was terrible. Andrew Luck had 40 touchdowns last year because his team was always in behind or he was always playing catch-up with the other team trying to go score for score. That's the only reason why he threw 40 touchdowns last year, you know. And um, they did nothing for that defense. Nothing. I mean, I understand they got Robert Mathis back, you know. Uh, the other guy who played for the Browns, I've got DeQuell, whatever his name is. They had him over there. Um, that's about it. You know, um, they got a good corner. I mean, they really don't have much on defense. Their defense is terrible. Bad linebackers, just bad schemes the whole way through. Um, so it's Andrew Luck carrying this team since he was a rookie. 100% since he was a rookie carrying this team. Now, if I'm Andrew Luck, I, I don't know what his relationship is with Chuck Pagano, and honestly, that's not even that's not even um, that's not even a point of this discussion right now. Andrew Luck's still very young. He could look to get paid. Anybody in the league would want him because he's he's a he's one of the best quarterbacks and he's young. You could give him a five or six year deal and it's money well invested. Big strong kid, you know, um, and he's gonna put in the work. He's a leader. Everybody loves him. I mean, just the perfect guy you want to be leading your team. Any team would would give up cap space to sign this guy if he hit the free market. If he hit the open market, he gets paid wherever he wants to go. The Colts are an absolute mess who haven't done anything to help him since he was a rookie. Nothing. This whole offseason, what they do, they they sign two veterans, Andre Johnson and Frank Gore, two guys who I am a big fan of, but they're obviously past their prime. Andre Johnson isn't what he is anymore. I mean, basically what they did was get someone – Guess someone a little younger and a little bit better than Reggie Wayne, and they paid him big bucks because Reggie Wayne looked terrible last year. That was almost painful to watch Reggie Wayne last year because he he's just someone I've always just said, oh, he's nasty, he's nasty, you know. But whatever. And um, then they got Frank Gore. That the 49ers are like, we love you. You've got all our records, but we can't pay you anymore because we got Carlos Hyde, and our team's not even going to be that good this year. So why even pay you? You know. But the Colts did. And remember the, the Colts before that, they did that whole Trent Richardson thing. That was that blew up in their face. You know, I think Donald Brown was probably their best running back they've had in years. 
and that's terrible, you know. Uh, if I'm Andrew Luck, I, I don't know. I, I might, I might want to see who else is out there willing to pay me and who has a better track record for building a team around me. I would. But what's really keeping you in Indianapolis with one of the most obnoxious owners in the NFL and Jim Irsay? You don't know who the hell your coach is going to be. And you, and you still have no roster because it looks like the general manager isn't going anywhere. You still have no roster. You still have, you still have to carry this defense. You know, I mean, I don't know who's going to be out there, but like I said, doesn't matter. Somebody will pay him the money and promise him the world. The Colts, like, I, 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 it's a very unlikely situation that'll happen, but I'm just saying you're playing with fire right there. I mean, if I was, if I was Andrew Luck, I'd be like, peesh. I'm out of this crappy-ass city. Sorry, Indianapolis. I know I got one fan in Indianapolis. I probably don't. It's not even a crappy city. I've never been there. You guys probably have gangs, and I don't want to deal with them because I'm scared. So, yeah, that's me. And this, Justin, Ian Rappaport actually just said that per source, I usually thought, I always thought, you know what's funny? These are like my sources, these big-name people, and they have other sources that are like private secret agents kind of thing. Basically, snitches, rats, and informants within organizations. Those are the sources. But anyway, um, Matt Castle has been traded to the Dallas Cowboys. I actually like that move for the Cowboys. You get a veteran quarterback, um, not too far removed from his prime, and his prime wasn't that great anyway. So I think that's a good move. You know, um, he didn't win the job in Buffalo. So I don't know what that says about him not being better than Tyrod Taylor, but the Cowboys must not have all the faith in the world in Brandon Weeded. Which I don't understand because Whedon's been in that system. So if there's anybody I would trust, it would be Brandon Whedon. So I think I, I think the Cowboys still go with Whedon and Castle's just their backup. And I think that's a smart move for the Cowboys. But anyway, here's my favorite segment on this show. You want to make money this weekend, right? <laughs> okay. It's now time for the Heartthrobs College Football Locks. Okay, um, I think we were two for two last week. Not bad, not bad. We could do better, though. Um, first off, I'm going to go to LSU going into Syracuse. There's no definitive line, but let's just say LSU is a 23 or 25-point favorite. I kind of, because I, I, I was looking at my guy, looking at someone else's guy, and there's no line there, so I went online, and I saw 23 and a half. Let's just say 25. In comparing defenses, LSU Tigers own the league's number six rated front seven in terms of stopping the run, allowing 43 yards a game when on the road. Syracuse, on the other hand, ranks 59th this week in generating rushing yards at home. I love this LSU matchup. Syracuse is 3-0 this year, but they've only beaten Rhode Island, who they blew out. Wake Forest, they beat by 13. Wake Forest hasn't been good since God knows who. I, me remember I told you guys about Wake Forest last week? Take Army. Army was plus six because Wake Forest has been re rebuilding for 15 years. Told you that. That's how bad Wake Forest is. Um, They lost to Syracuse by 13. Michigan, Central Michigan, last week almost came away with the win against Syracuse. Syracuse edged them out by three. LSU has been beating real teams. LSU has a great defense. LSU has the best player in college right now, and Leonard Fournette, who can run through anybody. I love LSU first half. Let's say the first half is 16 and a half. 14, I would take it. I'm taking LSU in a total blowout. 
49 to 10, maybe 49 to 14. Um, that still gives me 25, right? Yeah, it does. All right, 49-14, take LSU to the bank. My second lock of the week for college, USC, a five-and-a-half-point favorite going into Arizona State. USC blew out easy opponents. Then they played a halfway decent Stanford and lost by 10. Arizona State is somewhat battle-tested. They're home, and USC is licking their wounds. I picked Arizona State to be a top-10 team this year. Um, beating USC and taking them out the polls is one step closer for them. Arizona State's already lost a game this year. Arizona State needs to be focused. Love their aerial attack. Um, pretty sure they do. Do I love their aerial attack? You know what? I don't watch these 10-30 games. I'm just going by what I read. Arizona State, though, five-and-a-half-point underdog at home i will take it those arizona state kids are insane and they're going to be nuts against this usc team who's coming in questioning leadership and coming in a little shook um byu five and a half point underdog going into michigan i took i took joe weidra's advice last week what was it he called it a saturday morning suggestion took unlv plus 35 and they covered that right at the end of the game but they covered it um michigan i still don't trust them Michigan's been playing weak competition. The one good team they played was Utah, and they lost to Utah. BYU has had two miracle comebacks, and then, uh, or should I say endings, not really comebacks, two miracle endings to games. And then last week against a really good UCLA Bruins team, they kind of, they messed up my they messed up my uh, lock last week. I thought, I thought UCLA was going to kill them. And they kept themselves in the game. At times looked better, you know, than UCLA. Um... So, yeah, I love BYU five and a half. Getting, they're getting five and a half on the road to Michigan. Michigan's still sorting things out. BYU kind of knows who they are, and they're competing with everybody. So I'm loving what they did, and what they did last week against UCLA was a real eye-opener. UCLA has a real defense, you know, and BYU was able to put points up on them. And Michigan, I still think they're lacking in that department, especially in the, in the back section of their defense. So I love BYU plus five and a half. This one was tough, but I think I got this one. Ohio University, 10.5-point underdog going into Minnesota. I absolutely love Ohio University here. Minnesota's been disappointing for the most part. We can just say it this season. Minnesota's been disappointing. Everybody kind of expected better things from them. They, they came out with a good showing against TCU. They lost by, what, six points to TCU. Lost at home, though. And then... They beat Colorado State by three points and then Kent State by three points. You know, I expected Minnesota to handle business against teams like Colorado State and Kent State. I could forget the TCU game, and plus they played well anyway. Ohio was 3-0 in the MAC. I know. I know what the MAC is. And, um, but I got to tell you something about Ohio. They're big. You know, and Minnesota's a very much a blue-collar team. Ohio University is going to play the kind of game that Minnesota tries to overpower people with. I'm expecting Ohio to keep it close. The spread over here is, what did I say, 10 or 10 and a half? 10 and a half right now. Let me tell you, I looked at Ohio's um, roster. The only people under six feet tall on this team are like two receivers and three corners. The linemen are huge. I saw a couple of 6'6 six, six guys. They're just huge, Ohio Bobcats. 
Um, very good team. Uh, coached well. And I think they're going to fight, you know, and the Mac, the Mac, for whatever reason, they give the Big Ten problems. You know, the the, <laughs> the Big Ten thought scheduling Mac games is going to be kind of easy for them. But these these, te- these teams, you saw what happened Ohio State last week struggling against Northern Illinois. Um, I love it. I love Ohio University plus ten and a half against Minnesota. So there go my college locks. BYU plus five and a half. Ohio University plus ten and a half. LSU, whatever the hell it is against Syracuse. And... <laughs> Arizona State at home getting five and a half. I'm taking three underdogs right here. Three. Three underdogs. Taking these points and we running with them, son. Here's a message from our sponsor. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's GW Gross, the heartthrob. I'm here to tell you about DraftKings.com. Your season-long fantasy football lineup is locked in and ready for action, but you don't have to wait until week 16 to get paid. Put your fantasy skills to the test starting Sunday at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where you could kick the season off by winning $2 million. It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. That's crazy. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want, and turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. Just pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it pretty easy you've never experienced football like this this isn't fantasy as usual this is DraftKings welcome to big time guys listen hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code Spreaker to play for free for a shot at a part of winning 10 million dollars in Sunday's millionaire maker event enter Spreaker that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R for a free entry now only at DraftKings.com remember that's DraftKings.com Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? You know what's funny? I listen to Cypress Hill a lot more. I don't know why. Hip-hop is so bad now that I just got to listen to groups that I kind of just, I, I guess, pushed to the side when I was younger for no good reason. Not that I don't like Cypress Hill. It's just that Be Real, his voice used to be so piercing to me as a youngster. And what's crazy is if you watch interviews with Be Real, he, he talked like this. You know, he'd be like, yeah, me and Ice Cube had some beef. And I was like, man, I don't know. And then when he raps, he's like, you like me. It's going insane. It made no, made no sense to me. I was like, what is that? But the music, actually, we listen to it now. It's a lot harder than a lot harder than stuff that was out in the 90s. And 90s was the hardest era of hip-hop, probably. <laughs> um, so what did we go through so far? Uh, I gave you breaking news, gave you my college locks, 
Um, now we got to run through the NFL slate. Um, I usually do this with Joe Weidra. We usually go back and forth, and it's a little better because he's here and he's just smarter than me. But I'll do this this week. I'll do this this week with y'all. Um, let me get my odds up right now. Can you know me? I like doing it up against the spread. And we're going to start with the Thursday night game. You got the Washington Redskins, four-point underdogs going into New York to play the Giants. The Giants look bad. The Redskins look bad. I don't know. I, plus four, you got to jump on it in this game. The Giants have been giving up leads in the fourth quarter. The Redskins are pretty much playing do or die. It looks like they have a pretty good run attack, too, um, with that kid from LSU and Alfred Morris. Um, I kind of like it, you know. Kind of like their running attack. Kirk Cousins is what he is. There's still playmakers out there. Um, yeah, I like the Redskins over here plus four just because it's going to be a field goal game regardless. Um, Steelers beat the crap out of the 49ers last week. And this week they're a one-point favorite against the Rams who just lost to the Redskins. This one's tricky because the Rams are a pretty good team. But let me tell you, I don't like Nick Foles. I don't like that offense. And until Todd Gurley is in that backfield for them, I don't trust his offense. Because even if Nick Foles is having a good game, who the fuck is he throwing the ball to? You know, like Ben Roethlisberger has no offensive line against St. Louis, and that's what everybody's going to talk about. I don't care. Nobody could cover Antonio Brown. And Ben Roethlisberger's a man. Like, I'm taking the road favorite over here, which is always the worst move to do, but I'm taking the road favorite, Pittsburgh minus one. Moving on, you got the San Diego Chargers, two-and-a-half-point underdog, going into Minnesota to play the Vikings. These are two teams that I can't figure out whatsoever. I'm going with Phillip Rivers because I usually do go with Phillip Rivers. Um, I think, ugh, I'm saying these two teams still trying to figure themselves out, and the general public is still trying to figure out. Um, I, I'm, going, I'm going with Phillip Rivers against Teddy Bridgewater, and I'll always ride with Phillip Rivers if that's going to be the matchup. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, big win last week as, as last week's biggest underdog going into New Orleans. They won that game. And this week, going against the Houston Texans. Texans are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't understand the Texans. The Bucs, I know, are going to win like four or five games this year. The Texans, though, man, that's, that roster should be so much better. Ryan Mallett should be able to do something against this terrible Tampa Bay defense. Uh, I'm... I'm not taking the Texans with the six. Texans will win. I'll give the Bucs the benefit of doubt and say they'll cover. Um, Philadelphia Eagles, two-and-a-half-point underdog going into New York to play the Jets. The Jets have been my lock in the NFL the last two weeks, and I think they may, my, they may be my, my lock three weeks in a row. It's got to be some kind of kiss of death right there. Um, the Eagles just look bad. They, unless Chip Kelly starts running the ball differently with DeMarco Murray, I really don't know what the hell else he should be doing on that team, DeMarco Murray. It looks like they, they got the wrong running back and they had the right running back for that system when LaShawn McCoy and they traded him away for Kiko Alonso, who's also hurt now. So I don't know what they're doing over there. Props, props, props to my man Brandon Marshall, though, who's looking great, man. Former Chicago Bear, looking great. Um, Byron Maxwell's getting abused. I don't know. I got to take the Jets in this one. Minus two and a half, I'll, I'll take it. If I could take them on the money line, I'll feel a lot more comfortable risking more and taking the Jets for the win. Jets are going to start this season 3-0. and Eagles are going to start at 0-3. Chip Kelly's going to have a dumb look on his face. The Saints are going into Carolina to play the Panthers. Let me tell you, very impressed with Cam Newton last week. Um, I, I, That was like some of the best I've seen Cam Newton against that Texans defense last week. Um, I, I like Cam this week, too. There's no spread up because uh, 
the status of Drew Brees up in the air, but now they're saying that it's not that serious from one day to the next. Unbelievable. Drew Brees looks like he will be playing Sunday. I don't think it makes a difference. I think Carolina wins this game by a touchdown, 27-20. The Jaguars, undefeated Jaguars, um, going into New England, so they will no longer be undefeated. New England is a 13-and-a-half-point favorite against the Jags. I think the Jags can score about 14, 16 points. I give them the benefit of the doubt. I take the Jags with the points here. Uh, Pats with the window easily. Um, the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals. What other Bengals do you know of besides that really bad music group? The Bengals, though, going into the Baltimore Ravens home. Uh, Ravens are a three-point favorite. I'm going with the Ravens over here. I'm not a believer in Cincinnati. It looks like Tyler Eifert's their best player. Um you know, this uh, the, the Ravens know Cincinnati a little bit better, and than, than their the previous opponents for Cincinnati. And I'm going, I'm going to ride with that. You know, I'm just taking Baltimore over here, and I think Baltimore finally gets a win this season. They just had a heartbreaking loss to Oakland and a heartbreaking loss to Denver. That's that's got to sting. They're going to come in with a win. I think they come here to prove a point too. Um, I take the Ravens minus three. Couple more games here. The Raiders. Got their win against the against the Ravens. I hate saying Raiders and Ravens back-to-back. It fucks me up every time. I just hate both these teams because they sound so similar. Is that a stupid reason to hate a team? Probably is. But the Raiders going into Cleveland. Cleveland, my boy, Johnny Manziel. Let me tell you, I am in a survival pool, and I took the Cleveland Browns last week. Smart man right here, the heartthrob. Um, this week, uh, I don't know what I would do with this game. If you have to bet on it because you're a degenerate gambler or loser, I would take Oakland here with the plus three and a half because this game could go anywhere. Uh, Colts going into Tennessee. Colts get their first win here on the road. They're a three-point favorite. I would take that as well. Uh, Titans just don't really have much to offer. That's just plain it. They just don't have much to offer. Um, Excuse me. Atlanta Falcons. I kind of like this one. Atlanta Going into Dallas, Atlanta's a one-point favorite. I think a lot of the wise guy money is going on Atlanta. I think a lot of the regular Joe money is going to go to on Dallas. I'm riding with the wise guys here. Think about it this way. Dallas just lost their number one receiver, um, who's a top five wide out, and they lost their quarterback, who in my opinion is a top five quarterback. And the Falcons, they still have their top ten quarterback and their top five wide receiver in Julio Jones. So I'm going with the Falcons on that. Um, two terrible defenses, so the over-under is 45. That might go over. That might go over because no one in the league has stopped Julio Jones yet. Uh, 49ers going into Arizona. Arizona, six-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll just bank on the Cardinals over here. I have no belief in the 49ers. Kaepernick looks terrible. Carlos Hyde had one decent week. He sucks, too. Um, Chicago Bears. This is embarrassing. (sighs) The Bears are a 14-and-a-half-point underdog going into Seattle. The Bears are without Jay Cutler. For everybody who hates Jay Cutler, have you ever seen the Bears play without him? Take Seattle if you want to win money. Seattle's going to beat the Bears by like 40,000 points. The Bills going into Miami. I hate Miami. (laughs) They're just not a good team. Um, They proved that by losing in a shootout to Jacksonville. Um, but granted, Buffalo plays a different style of game, but Buffalo has a defense that can stop Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is not good. Um, I, I, I would actually take Tyrod Taylor before Tannehill. Well, that's not even me being cute. I think Tyrod Taylor has the better weapons around him. Dolphins have no offensive weapons, and their defense is it is what it is. Like they've kind of been the same. And Dominic and Sue is a 
doing whatever the hell he wants on the field, apparently. He's not listening to what coaches tell him to do. Uh, you know, so same old stuff with Miami. They still suck. Um, Bills rebound. They almost came back and beat New England. Bills rebound this week. as a three-point underdog. I'll take it. Broncos, Lions, there is no line right now. Doesn't matter. The Lions are pitiful. I would take the Broncos here. I think there's no line because Matt Stafford's status is in the air. Then you got the Kansas City Chiefs going into Green Bay to play the Packers. Chiefs are a six-and-a-half-point underdog going into this game. I think the Packers win this. Chiefs keep it relatively close uh, with their dick and dunk and no turning over of the ball this week. You hear that, Jamal Charles? No fumbles this week, Jamal Charles. I doubt very much Jamal Charles fumbles again. Um, Alex Smith knows how to take care of the ball. So I, I can see this game being like Green Bay's up 7-3, to three, and then they're up 14-3, then the Chiefs kick a field goal, 14-6, and then Packers kick a field goal, 17-6, and then the, the Chiefs score another field goal, 17-9, and the Green Bay score the touchdown, 24-9, then the Chiefs finally score a touchdown, it's 24-7, you know, 6.5, yeah, seems about right. See what I just did there? So I'll take the Chiefs for that six and a half because the way I did that math, it, I, I have them at seven, and that's good enough for me to take the Chiefs at six and a half. So there you go. My locks, though, for pro, I think I'm riding with Atlanta, and I think I'm riding with the Jets again. Ugh. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know about that one. Three weeks in a row for the Jets. Nobody's ever picked the Jets three weeks in a row. Yo, shout out to that scumbag. I want to put you on blast. Whoever I want to, I want to get this guy's name. He's some rich kid, uh, and actually, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Some rich hedge fund kid, and uh, he bought he bought this drug that you know it treats people who have AIDS, and it was costing thirteen fifty a pill, and he just raised the price to like seven hundred and fifty dollars a pill. You are the biggest scumbag ever, you know. And I saw an interview with him. Forgot his name. He's on Twitter and stuff. Even though he said after tonight he's going to put his Twitter on private because too many people are harassing him. And I mean, he does every interview. He's smiling. It's, uh, it's, it's just the rich getting richer, and this is just disgusting. Um, I actually just paused the podcast for a second because I wanted to get his name. Martin Scarelli. Martin Scarelli. Um, founder and chief executive of Touring Pharmaceuticals. Uh, I mean, he just looks like a... He's like douchebag. Like, he's just douchebag. You just look at him. He's 32 years old. All the money in the world. You know, obviously a smart kid, but obviously a scumbag. Um, he says he's using this money, though, to make a better drug. So... I guess for now, everybody wants to treat their AIDS, you know, you're just asked out because, you know, he's going to find a better cure. You know, he, he doesn't have enough money to do this on his own, you know, so he has to, like, charge people. I think they said it's a 5,000% increase on the pill, you know, so he could do more research on it. So thanks a lot, scumbag. Um, I think that's it. I mean, this is my second podcast of the week, man. Yeah, man, this is it, man. This is it, man. We'll, we'll have Joe Weidra back next week. Um... Hope you enjoyed the music today. Uh, I like ending it with a good song. So I'm going to try to end it with something cool for you guys. I don't know what, but I'll try. And um, that's it, though. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Catch us on Spreaker. It's NGSC Sports Radio. Happy Hour Network. I am GW Gross, the heartthrob. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and check out the .com website, G-Steelio, G-E-E-S-T-E-L-I-O. See y'all later, man. Bear witness. Trying to change up. 
Anytime something new comes along, everybody wants a bite. Don't happen overnight. So you want to be a rock superstar and live large, big house, five cars, you're in charge. Coming up in the world, don't trust nobody, gotta look over your shoulder constantly. I remember the days when I was a young kid growing up, looking in the mirror, dreaming about growing up. The rock crowds make money, chill with the honey, sign autographs, and whatever the people want from me. Shit's funny how impossible dreams manifest in the game that be coming with it. Single don't last very long. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've been lucky in this game too. There's gonna be another cat coming out looking like me, sounding like me next year. I know this. It'll be a flip side to what you did. Somebody else trying to spin off like some you know, series. Yeah, if I have big dreams, I'm making big cream. Big shot, heavy hitter on the main. You wanna look trendy in the Bentley. Be a star band, never act friendly. You wanna have big fame? Let me explain what happens to these. Assassin, assassin. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.